Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching the N Word for Nerd podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I'm sitting here with a great cast of people. But before we jump into this cast, because if anybody's watching the show, you probably notice on something a little different, unless you're racist and say they all look alike. But they we'll get into that to a second. <laughs> before we jump sorry, into that, please remember to, remember to like, share, subscribe to Head Cannon Circus everywhere on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor FM, Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, again, Headcanon Circus everywhere. And if you're doing it on YouTube, please remember to hit the bell so you can be notified when we post. So outside of the races, like, you know, the Duke of Nerds, we have a new member of the team. Uh, finally, the paperwork got completed. We can finally fire Jaren's ass. And he couldn't see us. So <laughs> we had an opening for a new token white man to come on the show. And we said, you know, who better? And someone who's commented on the show and explained to us the difference between white shit and black shit. And he actually broke it down beautifully. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, what's going on, Josh? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. There are some nuances with the white shit and the black people shit. So I just wanted to clear it up for you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he did a great job. Except for Jason, Thank the you. Duke of All Nerds, did answer that, you know, he was, he was white. That made all the people drink the Kool-Aid. So... Technically, I'm saying, Jim Jones, <laughs> even though my grandfather's name is it's Jim true, Jones. but we're talking about the people who are drinking the Kool Aid. Touche, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> but also, too, let's be real as long as the Kool Aid's sweet, we'll drink Kool Aid no matter what it if is. If it's purple, <laughs> Kool -Aid, hell yeah, we're drinking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask it twice. <laughs> Which surprises me because the white people made the Kool Aid and they don't usually add enough sugar, so I'm surprised we drink mm. it. But I digress. The Duke of Nerds, what's going on? Right, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Duke of All Nerds, how's it going today, man? It's another beautiful day in paradise. I tried to teach my kid how to make Kool-Aid, and he was like, is this enough sugar? I'm like, no, that's not enough sugar. Put a whole thing in there. <laughs> you know it's enough sugar, but you take the first sip and you go, oh, that's when you got enough sugar right there. <laughs> when your teeth feel like it's about to fall out. Uh you want to make sure your spoon <laughs> is able to stand up in the middle of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> this, uh, this might be <laughs> exposing... Uh, my whiteness, but I've never even had Kool-Aid. Good for you. What? It's not healthy for you. Never it's tried not it healthy before. for you. I mean, I'm not. No. It's not a oh, healthy thing. That it's hurts just, my heart. It was never in my house growing up, you know. Yeah, oh, sure. so it was Kool-Aid. We couldn't even go to, like yeah, we went to like a restaurant. We had to get water. So anytime we had anything that was like not water was Kool-Aid. <laughs> that was it. Maybe yeah. we would get like a Coke if it was like. A holiday, like you would get cokes or something. <laughs> but, but other than that, it was Kool Aid or nothing. <laughs> Hold on, Jason, you had cokes in your stockings and for Christmas. Yeah, here you go. It's one can of coke. That's what you get. It's Christmas. Enjoy your life. <laughs> it's better than water. Uh, so <laughs> one one oh, can man. of coke. <laughs> well, then officially we have uh, outlined Jaron by getting someone who's never had Kool Aid before. Congratulations. Good job hiring an, team. It's HR. an honor. We appreciate it's an honor. It. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going to jump into our second review of the day. We are going to talk about Night Teeth. This is another movie that is on Netflix. Netflix is going to have to cut us a check eventually, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> All right. Night Teeth. Let's okay. go ahead and start off with you, Josh. What did you think of Night Teeth? Huh. I thought I was going to hate it because um, – it was very like everyone's talking like they're so cool and trying to make everything seem so cool. And it seemed like kind of like a little bit contrived, but I, it ended up kind of sucking me in. And I thought it was um, 
Uh, entertaining. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> uh, but it was entertaining. Um, nothing amazing, but uh, decently acted, decent script. Um, I can't say anything too glowing about it, but I can't hate on it too much either. I read some reviews and uh, before I saw it, and there people are really hating it, but it's not that bad. Oh, wow. All right, yeah, before we mid- jump middle of the you, road for me. Before we jump into you, Jay, I've got to give the synopsis. A college student moonlighting as a chauffeur picks up two mysterious women for a night of party hopping across L.A. However, when he uncovers the bloodthirsty intentions in their <laughs> dangerous, shadowy underworld, he must fight to stay alive, which I feel like the movie is not quite what that, that said. No. But okay. <laughs> Jason, go ahead. Duke of Honors, what is your thoughts on Night Teeth? I, I kind of agree with Josh. Is like it ended up. I didn't think I was gonna like it when I started watching it, but I ended up like just having fun with it. Um, the plot itself really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, basically, uh, the in L.A., the vampires has divided the city up into different, I guess, neighborhoods they control, but except for one, which is uh, I can't remember the name of the L.A. of the neighborhood, but the the and but the one that's exclusively human, and somehow like they're just like, yeah, no, fuck this, and they're gonna take over all of them, even though they're like they don't have any special powers to defeat all the other vampires. They just do it. These two <laughs> girls <laughs> and Theon Greyjoy just like yeah, and they just make it like why, if you guys are that powerful, why you weren't the boss to begin with? Like why were you not like in charge if you can just walk into king vampire's house full of 50 people 50 other vampires and kill them all and just walk right out like it was no big deal like like <laughs> doesn't make any sense um the whole i like uh i'm i've been a big fan of debbie ryan since uh sweet life, life uh, on deck <laughs> who's that which character is that that is Jesse. the vampire <laughs> that she ended up that he ended up falling in love with oh okay um, okay that's not really a because it's if you even watch five minutes, you can later. tell that's gonna happen. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's yeah. the most famous person in the movie, so <laughs> she's always gonna have some sort of redemption arc, even though she doesn't. <laughs> like, like the guy like meets her when she's murdering a dude, and like, oh, you're not a bad vampire. Like, no, she killed a whole bunch of people this like this <laughs> night. So I don't understand like how you're like just cozying up to her. Like her whole entire plan was to kill you too. <laughs> like, um, but other than that, like I kind of like the the lore of it, even though it, like it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I like the fact that even though they're uh, they throw a lot at the screen at you, and you know not a lot of it sticks, but like I, they're, at least they're trying, and I, I respect that they're mm. trying to you know they're trying to do something. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not great, but it's not bad. I mean, this is the, the theme of the fucking week is it's like it's there <laughs> <laughs> it is a movie <laughs> absolutely now um let's do this night teeth review all right um this is the night teeth time i gotta watch a brother sip over some white chick that he just met <laughs> look i'm tired of this shit man i am tired of it like one it was no reason for her to like him to begin with it was just like and they gave you that line like oh she likes everybody Hold on, so you're mm-hmm. telling me this chick that you met in the 70s that you've been running town with, she just like everybody I fuck around with? And you ain't <laughs> nobody. And this is this is the guy she traded it all for? What are we talking about? 
Like, <laughs> why? But okay, if, you, if you're going to let me go with that, I'm going to go with Animal Roll. The problem is, like you guys just said, it's like they took two movies that would have been really good movies, and they put them together and was like, yeah, this would be an even awesomer movie. Like, <laughs> either give me the movie about the lore and just do the full lore on, and I'm here for it with the brother, or give me a movie that's a pretty much a bottle episode, which we'll talk about that in the next review, where you just have him being the driver with these chicks, going to these locations, and having no inference on the lore, and, and let it else. live that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. just one or the other, it would have worked. But the fact that you gave me both of these, it didn't work because I just only cared about them traveling. That's the only thing I cared about. I cared about, I thought the most menacing parts were stuff like when they were in the um, the gas station uh, store where Chick like was like, you know, who would you contact? Like, that stuff was cool to me because it's like, <laughs> yeah, like this dude, like he doesn't know how to control, he can't control these chicks, but also he has a responsibility because he kind of has to control these chicks. But, and, <laughs> It just, I get frustrated with movies like this because I know that a premise in here was really good and I know that somebody wrote this script and they had a very direct idea and it felt like somebody came in and was like, well, no one's going to understand that if that's in this movie or no one's going to get mm-hmm. why this is going on. So you need these scenes. Um, but let's talk about some good good stuff in this movie because uh, the good stuff in this movie is very short-lived, just like Megan Fox's cameo. <laughs> The good stuff in this movie, like the whole parts in it, with the violence and everything, is her being <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Um, the the violence being in the background, offset in a lot of scenes, I thought was just masterful. Like that is such a great uh, use of, of making an action scene without having to, because you probably have lower budget, do a full on action scene, so you don't got to do this full on choreography and all that. So you place it in the back, offset where you can kind of make it out. But it isn't clear enough where you need to have like someone training for two, you know, three weeks to get these things down. Uh, I thought that was a really good look for it. Um, I thought the look of the movie looked good. Like LA mm-hmm. is going to be glitzy and glamoury, and in the parts that were kind of run down, they had that feel to it, but it still was glossy like LA. So for people who haven't been to LA or picture LA, this movie shows what LA you probably picture in your mind if you think about LA with a nightlife with vampires and etc. So it was a lot, like I said, that, that's why it hurts so bad in this movie is because it's so much good stuff in this movie that it's just wasted on like going off sad missions that we don't care about or like manufacturing romances. You didn't have to manufacture a romance in this. You could have just made mm-hmm. them good friends and made this work perfectly that he was just genuine and was saving their life. So like they're like, nah, we owe you because you had our back. You didn't need none of the other romantic spotlight. It, it didn't matter. It did not matter. All it did is just make this dude more of a simp. Because this dude was like, hey, I know you guys are bad people because I just saw you literally blood drain other people that you, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be cool with it because you know what? I didn't get thrown in the trunk by a cop, I guess. Like, that's something I think of why he was cool with it. And even then, after that, he still wasn't cool with it. I don't know. At one point, he just changed his mind. It was like, I guess I'm here for the night. I guess I might as well ride with him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I do yeah, not know. Like, there's, I do not there's understand a point it. where there's like legitimate like vampire hunters and these people are like, we're trying to kill you because these people are bad people. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna fuck with them. They, it's Debbie Ryan from the Sweet Lag <laughs> Jack Cody. She's kind of cute. Jesse, you need to do this. Uh, I gotta hang out with her. She's she's way better than you, random black guy, and your vampire hunters who seem to be bad at your job. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I I will say this about the movie though, and as in the contrast to the last one we just reviewed, the chemistry between especially the three in the car is really good. Not the romantic chemistry, but just the chemistry of them playing their roles and tropes and how they play off each other in that dynamic. 
I thought that was excellent. Like Zoe's character being kind of shot out and him being always worried about like, what is she going to do? Like where he, where does he stand with her? He never feels like he's in good standing with her. So I thought all the dynamics between them three works. I think that's why part of me was like, it should just kept the movie them three and did all this because I felt like it worked cleaner that way. And I felt like all of their energy worked very well together. So for what it's worth, I, yeah, Jason said, I guess this is that show for just being like, eh. Um, do we have any spoilers we really want to go into? Because I feel like we spoiled a little bit here and there. It's nothing really major, though. No, um, no, no. Um, all right, well, there's not anything spoiled to... here. Uh, I just, yeah. I kind of think it's cool that you know the only place that was free of vampire influence was the ones that were run by the Hispanic dudes. But even then, they were all killed very easily. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how did you get to that point where you're like, oh yeah. This area is off limits to y'all vampires because we're so powerful. And then, like, Fionn Greyjoy from fucking Game of Thrones comes and kills <laughs> all your dudes by himself. Like, mm-hmm. like also, what is sidebar. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. No, you both made, like, the best points for me is, like, one, how are these two girls the uh, all-powerful, like, beating up with their bare hands all the other vampires? Like, what makes them so special? Like, when, when they went to that surfer vampire guys like how this is a great scene then, oh, <laughs> it's not yeah it's not a bad scene but then like everyone busts in and then they just whoop everyone's ass it's like yeah they handle them easily what? why <laughs> yeah how I, they're vampires too and then your point about the love like that was you couldn't believe that like this chemistry came out of nowhere like they they didn't build up to it or anything and this is a cold-blooded vampire like why does she like this you know this like you said, simp virgin dude who doesn't have a lot of <laughs> confidence. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, no game. No game at all. Um, yeah. and he's going to still go to college <laughs> after. Here's a spoiler. He's still going to go to college after becoming a vampire. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need college not, anymore, not, my friend. <laughs> night school it is, I guess. I guess he won in high school badly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jason, what do you give this? What do you rate this movie? 2.5. It's it's better than it was more entertaining than Red Notice, but just barely. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you give the yeah, rating on this? Movie? I was gonna, I was about to say two point five too. Yeah, definitely, definitely better than than Red Notice for me. Way more entertaining than Red Notice, but not a good movie. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm right lockstep in with you guys. Two point five is what I hit on there. All right, let's do some quick we questions. Agree. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Guys, I think we have done it again, man. We have another one in the books. Um, books. First and foremost, we want to thank Josh for coming through and blessing thank us you. and doing the show with us. Like I said before, you have my email. You always have an open invitation. If you ever set up one week, it's like, you know what? I want to jump on the show. Email me. Let me know. I'll see you like we did. See you what we're going to go over, and we'll rock and roll. I think next week we're going to do it one day. Oh, please. Hey, you're more than welcome. I mean, your hate of Gal Gadot alone gave you an <laughs> ultimate pass. You are in. Like, it's, you know? a strong, it's, a, it's a fire in my belly that I got for Gal Gadot. He said, if I catch uh, her on the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she owes him 20 bucks or something. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I need my money, gal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I feel sorry for somebody walking down the street that looks like her. <laughs> like, hey, hey, go, hey, come hey, there she's right. 
I mean, I would probably be simping in real life if I saw her on the street, to be honest. We but, all would. We all would. Yeah, behind the screen, it's be just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as always, yes, thank you, Josh. Again, offer always stands. Let us know. Thanks, guys. Um, next week, we will be doing an all Ghostbusters edition of the N-Word for Nerd podcast. Uh, again, please, everybody, remember to share, like, and follow us on all of our places on Head Cannon Circus, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And like we say, we put up clips of the show. So if you want to look, listen to just one of our reviews, we'll have clips for that. And then next week, we'll bring back more comments because we did get some comments in this week. But I'll wait till next week to do that. So, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed what we brought to you all. If you did not enjoy what we brought to you all, you can always comment and tell us how terrible we are. And we'll read your comments on, on there. And we will still clap back, but we'll still read it. We'll still give you the pressure of reading it. And then I'll tell you to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) As always, Josh, thank you again. And Jason, Duke of all nerds, any closing words? You know, be kind, be considerate, and always tip your servers and bartenders 20%. All right. And, guys, thank you all for listening. We will see you all next week. And it wasn't out of head.